0: Blog Talk Radio. Previously, on Matt's Nightly, I tell you, doghouse. With the housing market the way it is,
1: and totally reliable,
0: this is the perfect time to build a new ballpark.
1: Look, I'm telling you, man. Managing around pitcher wins is the best general framework for success in baseball.
0: I know he hasn't managed before. I know but Matt Williams is a perfect choice for this team. He's got that stern demeanor. He really should get this team to the promised land. If not this year, then definitely in his second year.
1: You know, and as it turns out, alligators do not regrow their tails.
0: That's amazing. Davey, what do you doing? I, I don't know. I've been watching Danny Espinosa this whole time. I think he's taken the next step personally. I think he's the shortstop of the future on this team. He can get that average up around 250, 260. He's going to be a really serviceable shortstop and a big part of this team going forward. Look, I don't know who put together this.
1: How to lay down a base hit bunt at least once a week. Harper, Harper is never going to be a valuable offensive contributor in this lineup.
0: That was a trip down memory lane, Doghouse. I'd like to thank our producers for putting those clips together. Uh, We've been on for a long time. We're back here for our ninth season of of Federal Baseball's Nats Nightly Weekly. Uh, This is the first show of the season. I'm very excited, Doghouse. Thanks for coming back, and uh, we should get right into this one. We'll start with last night's game. A bit of a disappointment there. It was Fresh and painful, so let's keep it going. Uh, they were up 4-2, <laughs> well on their way to a, a, a sweep of the Mets in Citi Field after they got swept by the Mets in Nationals Park. Ryan Madsen throwing for the 10th time in 19 games, a third night in a row, the fourth time in five days. What could go wrong? Three straight singles, a one-out, two-run hit, uh, a 4-4 four to four game at that point, intentional walk, a two-out, two-run double, 6-4. It ends up being 11-4 after the Mets half of the eighth. Sammy Solis walks two to force in a run. A.J. Cole gives up a grand slam, two appearances, two home runs allowed so far for Cole. We'll get to him later. After the game, Ryan Madsen and David Martinez both said uh, that Madsen told him he was available. Uh, Madsen said afterwards he thought he had five to ten bullets, so he was clearly hoping for a quick inning there, but he'd emptied the tank the night before. Said it should be a learning experience for everyone, himself included. Uh, to know what could possibly happen and just learn for it and go from there. Uh, We've seen bullpen management be an issue before, as we saw in the clips there. I I thought (laughs) Matt Williams was going to be great. Uh, He struggled a bit with that. It says here I should say cough, cough, Matt Williams, but I forgot about that part. Uh, Davey (laughs) Martinez is surrounded surrounded by veteran coaches, though. Uh, They need to get this right. More importantly, maybe they need to blow a few teams out, as Ryan, Ryan Zimmerman mentioned after last night's game, to relieve some of the stress on the bullpen, but what did you see last night? Your thoughts on Davey's bullpen management early? Is it just a matter of the playing a lot of close games and having to use the guys that are there? Do you see any problems with his management early in his
1: first year as a big,
0: big league manager?
1: Uh, I, I don't think we're really at the point here where we can declare that, that Davy has any particular problems or, or ticks with how he manages. Um, you know, I, I, I'm i not the biggest fan of, of batting the pitcher eight not because it's a bad idea, but because it just seems pointlessly gimmicky, but you know, it's, it's fine. The bullpen management is, is fine. I mean, you look at Ryan Madsen, he had the big blow up last game. Uh, He has actually been one of the more effective relievers. You, if you step back and look at the context, independent stats, and I know he's a reliever context is everything, but he's at the top of the leaderboard in terms of wins above replacement. So he, he still has the stuff, uh, we can quibble with the context, how much he's been working, how long he got left in, uh, to be on the hook there. But given the bullpen as it is, uh, I'm not going to quibble too much. And it, we've come a long way from it. It's seventh inning, seventh inning guy pitches the seventh inning. It's eighth inning, eighth inning guy pitches the eighth inning, you know, sort of model of, uh, you know, speaking of Matt Williams. And I, I think, uh, I, I'm willing to give Davy a chance. I, I haven't seen anything dumb. I've seen some, some bad luck and some underperformance from some of the Nats players. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm just going to tip my cap here as, uh, as, as I heard a man say once after a game to uh, some of, some of the other teams. I did like the other
0: night that they, uh, he switched up uh, Kinsler and Madsen, too. He said he liked the matchup better after the game. I do like the fact that they're looking at that kind of stuff. They're not in the set roles, as you mentioned. I like the back end of the bullpen just fine. I think this is kind of an anomaly. A little overworked Madsen out there just Mm -hmm. kind of blew up on him. The Mets put together some good at-bats. Where I do have some concern, as I mentioned, A.J. Cole there, uh, they're trying to force him into that long relief role after they bumped him out of the rotation. Sean Kelly still has homeritis from what I can see. I really like Sammy Solis so far. Though he walked two people last night it wasn't the best outing for him, but he looked sharp uh, previously. Uh, are you concerned at all about that little middle relief, the long relief uh, area in the bullpen going forward or anything
1: about the bullpen uh, concern you point? Well, I mean that's that's always the part of the bullpen you're going to be concerned with because unless you're you're very fortunate or rich, you're not going to have seven solid relievers. You know, you're going to have the three or four solid guys and then a bunch of question marks who maybe can get it done some nights and kind of look like a, like a festival of awfulness other nights. Um, <laughs> I I like the idea of Cole as the long reliever. I think the actuality of Cole as a long reliever is a work in progress, a lot like Cole's actual performance as a starter has been. Uh, I'm not sure how long he's going to stay at this role. Once people realize that Jeremy Hellickson is Jeremy Hellickson We'll see if he survives in, uh, in the rotation that much longer. But then I kept saying that every time the Nats faced the Phillies last year against him, and, and somehow it seemed like they just couldn't get it done against him. So maybe it's better he's he's pitching for the Nats than uh, against them for somewhere else or even in the minors. Um, a lot of question marks in the bullpen, certainly. But like like you said, Solis has come back from injury and seems to have it together. Um Kelly, who knows uh, Trevor got shown us some things, you know, maybe he's going to turn out grace a little shaky, but for the rules, we've got them there for, I, I think adequate, not a great bullpen, but solid at, uh, at the back end where you want it. The rest of it, mm, you, you can probably get the job done. If people have good days, you know, this, this is not even the bullpen of, of last year. You know, it's, it, in in terms of having improved quality. So I, I feel a lot better about it than I did at this point last season.
0: When you're losing the way you are this season, that loss last night hurts a little more. They had a good chance to sweep the Mets there. Five games out in the division at this point, the Mets are playing a little over their heads. I think. I don't think they're. I think we're going back to the Davy Johnson. I probably shouldn't say his name because now I'm going to mess up him and Davy Martinez repeatedly. But <laughs> uh, his, his old truism that you're never as good as you are when you're on top, and never as bad as you are when you're struggling. I think definitely fits here. I can't see the Mets playing the way they have early this season, all season. Uh, the Phillies are struggling. the Braves just added uh Nice bat with Jose Batista there They apparently think they can at least make a run for something In this, so it's going to be a more competitive NL East than I might have thought when the season Started, than a lot of people probably thought But I'm not writing things off right now I think you kind of want to see what the Nationals Have when they get Adam Eaton back on top And hopefully he can stay healthy when you get Danny Mur- Daniel Murphy back in this lineup those two are, you know, pretty significant parts of this lineup and pretty significant bats in the lineup. They can switch things up a little bit and we'll get to the lineup construction in a second with Mr. Zimmerman, but just overall, uh, first 19 games, any areas that are sticking out to you? Do you want to see them get the healthy and get everyone out there and see what they can do? No, it's, it's not
1: quite as awful, uh, as you know, previous seasons where we've seen the starting lineup play one game and then just succumb to horrible injury. But you, know, you remember the discussions we had at the beginning of last season where there were, you know, five potential five-win players on the team. And we look at that, that, you know, big five uh, position players, you know, you got uh, uh, Harper, Eaton, Rendon, Murphy, uh, Turner, and, you know, three of those guys are injured right now. You know, uh, Murphy didn't start the season, uh, Eaton's, come back and then gone back, you know, Rendon's day to day. You've got to love how the Nats are going to perform when they're all healthy and in the lineup together, if this ever happens, because it has not happened for a consistent period yet. So I'm going to automatically assume that they will never be healthy again, all at the same time for the rest of the season, because I'm a Washington baseball fan. But, you know, you look at what seems like the emergence of uh, of Pedro Severino now that he's gotten some playing time. Why did we ever have Miguel Montero on the roster? just as an aside, let me throw that out there and assume an extended rant on that. Uh, Looks like one of those flashes of of, of, a a nice thing from an unexpected source that a really successful team needs to have uh, on a good season. So you have maybe one or two more emergencies like that this season and everyone coming back healthy. I think the Nats are in a good place. You know, unfortunately, those wins are already in the books for everyone else in the in the NL East. So it's it's going to be an uphill slog.
0: And I think it's interesting
1: that they said Pedro Severino kind of worked on a lot of things after spring
0: training. When he came up, he was doing things a little bit differently. I don't know how much he could have changed in the short time he was down there with Miguel Montero starting on the roster, but. Uh, David martinez swears that he's made some significant improvements and done what they told him i really like what i see from him i have a feeling matt weeders is going to find himself playing less and less as the season goes along if they think pedro's the uh catcher of the future as they've talked about the last couple years uh weeders is really going to have to show them something i think to start eating up some of that playing time they talked this winter about cutting him down to about 90 games this year to keep him healthy all the way through so I think that's one interesting area where they're gonna. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they handle him if they go with the veteran catcher or they can you know, put the young upstart Severino in there and see what he can do. Uh, the Mets announcers in particular were just raving about him that whole series. Uh, I think the Nationals probably see the same thing that everyone's seeing at this point, that he really is a an effective catcher defensively. Uh, the bat might not be there yet, but I'd kind of like to see him in the lineup more than Weeders going forward, but we'll see what they do. Ryan Zimmerman. He hasn't gotten mentioned too much yet, but he stepped in last night with two on, one out in the first. He was three for 23 with runners in scoring position at that point. Ripped into a changeup, hit a three-run home run. Mm -hmm. Zim's back, we can all officially declare at that point. Uh, he hit a home run later in the game. he's been making solid contact as David martinez noted Uh, third in the majors is third in the majors even now Uh, average exit velocity so he was making contact ripping the ball they just weren't falling in for hits Uh, i'd feel a whole lot better about that if he didn't have similar contact rates in 2016 when he struggled the whole season but they're saying that's a positive Zim's heating up or i don't know if he's slowing down in the twilight of his career but he, he looked good last night, so we'll take the positive there. He's also very expensive and a franchise staple. Uh, it might be a tough thing for Martinez, to handle going forward, but he said all the right things so far. Uh, should he have him warming up in the cleanup spot, though, is my question. Uh, the effect on Harper has been pretty clear. He leads the league in walks right now. They're more than willing to pitch around him when they can to get to Zimmerman and take their chances the way he's hitting right now, but what do you think about Martinez keeping him that cleanup spot as a show of faith that he thinks he'll heat up?
1: And what have you seen from Zimmerman so far? Uh, well, do, do you want to guess how many pitchers on the Nats have more offensive wins above replacement than uh, than Ryan Zimmerman? Uh, <laughs> all I, of them. At least all I, of them. Jeez. No, <laughs> That's not good. Uh, so. You know, he hasn't had a good season so far. You know, whistle past the the batting stats graveyard of of launch angle and and hard hit. I'll I'll, I'll agree. Zim swings the bat hard. He hits the ball hard. He has a decent batting eye. He hasn't gotten the results. The results might come. They certainly have not yet. Uh, Putting someone else behind Harper so that he doesn't get walked all the time, while that is kind of hilarious to see how many more walks and strikeouts he might end the season with as a result of it, that may be not <laughs> be the best recipe for uh, for offensive success here on the Nats. Um, of course, until more of the lineup is healthy, it's going to be harder to set that up because, you know, all right, maybe you bat Randone down there. Uh, who do you bat second? Uh, you, you, you really need to have Murphy back in the lineup for that, that solid one through five, and then maybe you bat him six or seven, wait for him to get hot and ha- start having a, a little bit better luck, a little bit more success. But right now I've, it's good the Nats have done as well as they have to date with people being banged up because they're just, there isn't that, you know, one to seven bats people are going to fear uh, in the lineup right now. There's, there's about, you know, one to four. They do
0: do clearly fear Bryce Harper. Uh, 288, 471, 712 so far. Eight home runs, 24 walks to 12 Ks, as you alluded to. Uh, 887 plate appearances so far. 18 runs scored in 19 games. They're not giving him much to hit. Uh, often nothing to hit, but he's still putting up big numbers. I don't know if you're aware of this, but he's potentially headed for free agency next winter. Uh, early returns are pretty positive <laughs> that, that 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 knee injury that ended. Uh, kept them out for a month plus last season uh, doesn't seem to be lingering from what we've seen so far uh, your thoughts on his hot start uh, he's asked everyone not to ask questions about uh, his pending free agency after this season but he's off to a good start and headed for a free agency that's a good combination for a 25 year old i know a lot of people talked about the market this winter but there weren't too many 25 going on 26 year old former nl mvps on the market i think he might bust
1: that market back open again next winter yeah, I, I think everyone's going to be backing up the dump trucks full of money for uh, for Harper next season. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to stay here just because I, it's it's so much money, and there's a good bit of money on the books now in, uh, in other valuable pieces. I, I, I don't see how the learners make that work. But uh, it would be great if it happened because, gosh darn it, Harper is awfully fun to watch play baseball because he is very, very good at it. Uh, I, I, I love watching him hit bombs. I love watching him casually take walks. I, I, I enjoy him, him strolling down the bases, holding a fragment of a bat, uh, after he has just <laughs> splintered something, putting stuff over the wall. Uh, if you like baseball at all, you're going to like watching Bryce Harper, especially if he's on your team and the fact that he's a punk, but yeah, I <laughs> enjoy
0: enjoy watching Harper every day. I don't have a problem with his uh, antics on the field or his m- thing off the field, though he tricked everyone with his video of him double blow drying his hair. It was a marketing stunt. I'm so disappointed in him, but we'll see. Hopefully, I, I haven't given up hope on the fact that he's going to stay in Washington. I think the lure of having it his team... Uh, could keep him around playing for one team his whole career is something he's talked about as much as he's talked about liking the yankees so i'm not completely ruling it out at this point though i'm with you on the fact that tying up probably uh, my percentages might be off but someone can check me on the math 30 to 40 percent of your payroll in one player is a little bit much there and could hamstring the nationals it's done it to some other teams who signed that kind of big deal but If there's anyone who's worth it at this point in his career, ticket sales and marketing alone, Bryce Harper might be that guy. And uh, if I don't quit at the end of the season after the Nationals win it all, I'm going to be very interested to cover what happens with him this winter. Uh, This past winter, there was a lot of talk about the Nationals rotation. That is one smooth segue, is it not? Uh, A.J. Cole got the fifth (laughs) spot coming in, uh, in part because he's out of options, also because he impressed Rizzo and Co. in the front office last season. From the start, it seemed he was holding the spot for Helixson, though, as soon as he signed. Uh, Helixson, as we mentioned, is a serviceable starter. I don't know. I think people were excited to get him in place of Cole. That uh, excitement might not last very long, but he, he put it together a good start. He, in turn, might be holding that spot for Eric Fetty, He looked really good in spring training after getting injured late last year after he made his debut. Uh, Fetty's innings might be managed this year since he is a former Tommy John guy. coming off the injury last year. I think he'll really come up and take one of those spots in the rotation, but it was an inter- issue all winter, as I mentioned. Uh, do they need a legit fifth starter to add to the back of this? Uh, can they get by without it? You're not going to need five in the postseason, but they do have to get there, so they might need it during the regular season. Uh, your thoughts on the rotation so far? I-, I like what I've seen from the top four. Roark has been a little on and off, but uh, top three and Roark I'm pretty comfortable with. That fifth spot still a question for me, though.
1: Well, it's going to be a lot more important this season to have a, a solid, or at least serviceable, uh, five starters in there. Whether that that ends up being five or six or eight different pitchers, depending on you know uh, who does how and and develops or regresses uh, as as the season goes on. You, know, you you've got. The incredibly solid top of the top of the, the bullpen with with Max and Strasburg, Geo has actually looked pretty decent so far this season. Uh, Roark is Roark. Roark he'll he'll get in there and sometimes be uneven, but he's usually pretty solid. It's that fifth spot, uh, you know. Just like you point out, um, it's going to be a lot tougher to win the NL East this year. You know, teams that I was fully expecting not to see above a one percent playoff chance. Uh, for any period at all are are all up there in the high single digits astonishingly Uh, so it's going to be a good bit of work here uh, for the Nats and they're going to have to pick up those extra wins they're going to have to sweep some series they're going to have to get good production out of that fifth rotation spot Uh, it's it's not going to be a cakewalk to a division title certainly and maybe not even to a wild card spot you know if the if the the Mets stay stay hot and and healthy.
0: Yeah, I think there are a lot of question marks in the division. I think the Nationals at this point are one of them. Uh just around 500 hovering at this point. Haven't looked particularly good. They started with four wins in a row, so it's been really kind of rough <laughs> the last couple of weeks. Uh I don't know if that's the reason for this, but my last question for you here before we wrap up our first episode of the year, uh, some small crowds in the nation's capital early opening day, obviously was big, which it always is. There's been some nasty weather around the East coast. I think that's definitely a part of it. Uh, capitals are still playing in, in the NHL. So I think some fandom is uh, tied in with them and how their season winds up. I also get a sense from some people i talked to that it's, uh, I think it was true last year as well. They've gotten to October a couple times, been disappointed again and again, so uh, people are questioning why invest in 162-game season when they keep on failing in October. I tend to be a fan who enjoys the regular season, and if it happens in the postseason, it happens. I will add that covering games and following postseason games is pretty darn stressful, I've discovered. I'm not sure if I actually like it. Uh, it says I should laugh here and say, hey. but maybe I wasn't supposed <laughs> to read that last part. Uh what 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 are you seeing in National Park? I know you're a season ticket holder down there. You have it up in the 300s. Uh, the crowds have been a little sparse so far. No lack of enthusiasm, but you think it's just weather related? Do You think there is some kind of hangover from the last couple of years and the NLDS disappointments? And uh, where are
1: you kind of on that spectrum of fandom? You know, it, it seems it seems incredibly whiny, but. But what I've come to regard as the bait and switch of the regular season and then the playoffs is, is making it harder and harder to like the Nats. I mean, I, I still do. I still have my tickets. Uh, I, I will cop to skipping two games in the opening, uh, opening series because it was cold and because the Nats weren't playing that well. Uh, I I've let my persistent negativity actually get, get the best at me of me and, and keep me from going to a couple of games. Um I'm not gonna say that's widespread throughout uh throughout all of fandom, but you know, that, that eight o'clock Sunday night game when it was like forty degrees at game time, you know, come on. This 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 has been it's been some tough baseball to watch. And when it's not even a nice day to go with it or a pleasant evening, that, that makes it awfully hard to come out to the ballpark.
0: I think they should think about scheduling some of those early ESPN Sunday night baseball games down south, at least be a little reasonable, even though that hasn't necessarily been the case early this season. But we have to pace ourselves as well. It's a long season. We all have to get through it. The same goes for our blog here, our podcast, I should say. <laughs> uh Good first episode here. It's good to be back and talking Nationals baseball with you. We're going to try to do this once a week. I think our Nats nightly weekly name pretty something set up pretty simply, but uh, every night not a possibility necessarily when we got two of us and maybe some of the other guys on the site and g- females, I should say, we have those two calling in hopefully for the show. So good start to the season here. Maybe not necessarily for the Nationals, but for our podcast. Uh, nice to talk to you again, sir. And we'll try to do this again every week. Go Nats. Nats nightly. Weekly. Sponsored by federalbaseball.com. Signing off. Talk to you soon, sir.